Welcome to another week on Let's Get Real with Coach Menachem Show, Sunday Nights. Originally a Zoom interactive platform where we discuss real life scenarios with real live people. Welcome everybody to the program. This is actually tonight our 11th shir that we're doing. Baruch Hashem, thank you Hashem that we're holding here. We had a lot of big programs, um, and this is actually our, one of our uh, biggest programs Ben we're going to have tonight. Um, we're very, very special. I'm going to give a very short Akdama, then we'll, after Coach Menachem opens up, I'll, Menachem will pass it back to me. But in short, um, me and actually Coach Menachem went to a Thank You Hashem event in Brooklyn many months ago, about eight, nine months ago. We we're regular Lakewood dudes, guys, and we were very... Um, inspired by, by, by the whole sheer that we, that we went through. And it was a, it was a little bit of a eye opening epiphany light went on. And since then I had me, me personally, I'm not going to talk for Coach Menachem, he can talk for himself. I had a major life change and um, I looked at things in a different aspect. We'll get into details tonight. We're here tonight to really, we all, Rabari, we're talking to people that know nothing. Obviously we thank Hashem. We dive in all day. That's what we do, right? So we're going to try to really break it down to what thank you Hashem means. What, what's the point of it? What is it? Is What is this movement? And we're going to really break it down. So we're going to open up first with Coach Menachem and then pass it back. Welcome, everyone. It's very exciting. Welcome to another show on Let's Get Real with Coach Menachem. And tonight is really exciting, but you have to feel the excitement. And that's what we're going to do tonight. So first of all, I want to thank everyone again for showing up tonight and for all the people that are working hard behind the scenes to make this a success. And it's really, again, unbelievable. The feedback, the emails, the, the, the people are really involved to see how much people are gaining from this program. So last week with Rabbi Schaefer, we started the conversation, how to make Emunah and Betachem real. Basically, last week we, we tried to close the gap from we all, we all know to actually to be able to feel because we're all from Eden, we all know Hashem runs the world. He does everything. Everything He does is for the good and that He loves us even much more than we could, we could imagine. But there's a gap between knowing this and actually feeling when we're going through situations in life to actually feel it, to live it. And it was really amazing. It was an amazing show. And for those who didn't see it, or for those who want to hazard this year, you could go to menachembernfeld.com. Um, actually, there was a problem um, with the video from last week. So we're going to have it up in Shem in a few days. But um, hopefully it'll be up. And we discussed after this year that basically everything we discussed was still logic. Sitting by a show uh, by Let's Get Real and discussing Amuna and we're getting it and we're all inspired, but it's still logic. We have to take it to the next step to, to internalize what we learned by slowing down and by starting to feel, which is not easy. And I feel this is going to be tonight. Tonight the program is going to be a little bit of exposure. We're going to continue with the emotional part with connecting to Hashem through thanking and there'll be amazing ideas, amazing stories, which 
Um, yes, like um, Ushi says, I was by the program and it was unbelievable just sitting there and hearing what's going on. We're actually going to feel our emotions going up and down. So everybody should get ready for that. And because it's exposure, I just want to let you know before, if you hear some idea that you think to yourself, this idea doesn't really sit with me, just feel it. You can say, this idea does not fit with me. But don't run off, don't run off the program. Just stay here, listen, start feeling these things, whether it's positive, whether it's negative, and this will be some practice, some exposure to get people more into that feeling and Mitz Hashem will be able to feel and thank and be grateful for what we have, like the topic is. So some people I got from the emails, the feedback, um, a lot of people are not sure what this is, like Ushi said, is the movement being positive all day. So Mitz Hashem will hear everything tonight. You don't have to be a breast lover. You don't have to be a, a positive guy. You don't have to be a hippie. And you don't have to be flying in the seventh heaven. You can be a regular person. You learn new insights, new ideas. And uh, that's why I'm very excited to have Rabari Berkowitz and Usha Horowitz. Thank you very much for being with us. And uh, we're having Jonathan Rietti to help us out, to balance it out for, for a lot of people that when they see over here, wait a second, this is some Hasidish thing going on. I don't know if it's for us. So he'll help us out to um, get to make some sense out of it. Um, so before we start, I just want to mention that there are some people that are going through real pain. And when you have a friend sitting in the, in the, the low dumps, in really in the, in the negative, in the black, whatever the situation is, to go over to him and tell him, don't worry, thank Hashem, is the worst thing you can do. And for that, you have to be an ahzer. Uh, what you should do is, you go over to him, you sit down next to him, you go down to his situation, you listen to him, open your ears and just listen, be there for him. That's all you can do for now. And hopefully, eventually, he'll find out about this program or when he's in a better mood. So there are people out there who are in pain and by coming onto this program, they might think right away, um, no, this doesn't talk to me. Yeah, if they would know what I'm going through, just to thank Hashem, this and that. It's, it's all ear, it's a lot of ear. So what I wanna tell you is, again, I don't know where you are and Hashem should help us all. We should, we should see Yeshias, we should see um, positive things. But if you're not up to this, if you can just sit there and just listen and hopefully you'll get some insights out of this and you'll be able to change your life like it did for 30,000 and many more, which we'll get to hear um, right away. Thank you so much, everyone. And thank you again for Ari Berkowitz, Rebusha Yoyna, and for Rabbi Rieri for being here tonight. Thank you, Rabbi Menachem. Beautiful, beautiful opening. First of all, I want to start with thanking our sponsors. This week, I we have our advertising sponsors. We have the Lakewood Scoop for promoting us this week. We really appreciate it. I wanted to thank Yaniv and Robbie from Chazak. Uh, they offer programs for children's teens, singles, couples, millennials, baby boomers, for our cherished seniors. Chazak offers programming for all. For more information, please be part of chazak.org. And I wanted to thank also COL Live for sponsoring us, Mrs. Miko Sofer. I really appreciate it. 
And I want to give a great shkoya after Barry Berkowitz, Rosh Yoyda, and we're trying to be ready for coming here tonight. The way the program is going to work tonight for everybody who hasn't been here before, um, this is not a sheer, this is not a speech. We are here all together to ask, to be interactive, and everything is an open platform here. Anything that you're feeling, if you're too embarrassed to ask for yourself, you obviously could ask for your neighbor. We understand, it's not a big deal. And, um, but the point is, we're going to ask the questions. We're going to ask it as simple as can be. We want to understand it. We're going to break it down. And we all want to be inspired here tonight. And we want to really take something home. We want to take away material tonight. Can we get some takeaway material tonight? What do you think? Big time. Big time. Okay. So we're going to start off the program. Let me just make sure everybody's on the same page. We're going to start off first. Uh, Barry Berkowitz, the founder. Thank you, Hashem. We'll open up. Followed by Rabushu Yoyna Horowitz. Rabbi Jonathan Rietti. Everybody can see he's mysterious. He's there. And then we're going to go into a lot of Q&As. And we have a lot of questions. And the more people can turn on the cameras, the more people can be interactive, the more Bishmak will be. I want to first introduce Ari Berkowitz. Ari Berkowitz is the founder of Thank You Hashem Movement. He inspired over 30,000 people to live constantly with awareness, appreciation of the endless good Hashem gives us. Ari Berkowitz is a big bio. You ready for his bio? Here we go, everybody. Ari Berkowitz is a simple yid, a push at the yid. He's a businessman and he has stories that could, Ari, we can't stay here all night. I'm letting you know there's a cutoff time. They're not going to be able to hear all your stories. I'm giving you a warning now. But uh, he has stories that I would almost say unbelievable because they're so unbelievable, but they're real. And I actually have my own personal stories from Thank You Hashem. I will get into that later because I'm going to be Let's Get Real. So, Rebari, take it away. Okay, hello everyone. My name is Ari Berkowitz from the Thank You Hashem organization. I'm here tonight with over 30,000 people that are thanking Hashem and it simply changed their lives. I started the Thank You Hashem movement. First, it started when I grew up in my parents' house. There were always people that told me, Ari, always, for whatever we have, we have a house, we have a car, anything we have, we have to be thankful. So we started with this. Then I got married, Baruch Hashem, and I started going into business. And I realized something very interesting. A lot of my friends are complaining. They don't have Fornosa, they don't have a car, they don't have a job. And Baruch Hashem, I keep on thanking Hashem and I see things are, things are really moving in the right direction. I thought it's first a mazel and then the more I went in with the thanking, the more I realized that it's a higher power. It's not me. I'm just a regular boost of Adam. Hashem, Hashem brought us down to the world for one reason. It says from the Ramban, Hashem is saying, Amzi Yotzar I created this nation for one reason, that they should thank me. And people will thank Hashem. Hashem makes sure that they have a richas yuma, they have everything they need, so they can continue to thank Hashem even more. In a nutshell, uh, I went out from one company and I wanted to go in into real estate. And I remember it like it was yesterday. It was on a Friday afternoon. And it was, I would say, two hours before this man. And all of a sudden, my wife tells me that one of my children has a fever. And we need to go to the doctor. I said, okay, thank you, Hashem. It's only a fever and it's not worse. So I'm starting going down the 45. I live in Muncie. And on the way, I see a house for sale by owner. 
And usually you see it by a real estate company. Here I see for sale by owner. I called up, long story short, there's a woman that is looking to sell her house. She's looking to get for it over 400,000. I said, okay, my price is somewhere in the 300,000 range. If you want 400,000, it's not for me, but thank you, Hashem, anyway, and have a good Shabbos. And she answers back, thank you and good Shabbos. I went to the doctor, and the doctor says, everything is good. You can go back home. Now, remember, everything, every little thing that happens to us, there, it happens to us for a reason. And I said, Hashem, you made my child should have a fever, and then the doctor says, everything is good, and I'm back home. What happened here? On Sunday, I get a phone call from this lady, and she said, Ari, I remember you told me, good Shabbos. I used to be more religious. Come down to the house. I want to show it to you. She shows me the house again, and I realize, yes, the house is worth more than 400. But I said, Hashem, I want to go into business. I want to start making money. I make a deal with you, Hashem. If I can get this house for a very low price, I promise you I'm going to start not only me thanking you, I'm going to share this secret with the world that when a person thanks Hashem, they truly see miracles and their whole life is better. So I send her a message before I go in to pray, Mincha, and I said, my price is with $100,000 less. Instead of 405, I said 305. And please let me know. I go in, I daven Mincha. Now, when I daven Mincha, instead of asking Hashem, Hashem, please give me this, please give me that, I said, Hashem, thank you for all the times that I had everything I had in my life. And I want to thank you even more. I come out from Shul. I open up my phone. I see I have 31 messages. But the first one popped up was from this lady, Susan. And it says these words. Ari, this is my lawyer's info. I accept your deal. Keep on thanking God and everything will be fine. I was blown away. And I say right there and then, Hashem, you listened to me. You gave me what I needed. I just made $100,000 right there and then. I said, Hashem, I'm going to take it now to the next level. And I started with WhatsApp. I started with one group, two groups, three groups. And I went on. And Baruch Hashem, today we have 26 WhatsApp groups. We have GroupMe. We have Telegram. We have Instagram. We have a website. We have a hotline and whatnot. We have over 30,000 people. People are thanking Hashem. They see miracles. And life is just good. Okay. Everybody. Beautiful starting. We're going to... Ari, we have a lot to get to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save some of the big stuff. Rebusha Yoyna. I want to tell everybody who doesn't know who Rebusha Yoyna is. Rebusha Yoyna is from, lives in Monroe. He's the son of the current Spinker Devin Williamsburg. He's the grandson of the famous Rebbe Heschel Spink who dedicate himself to helping Yiddish Kindelach shine and grow. Rebusha continues with the past, with a twist of professionalism, studying the, by world leaders in human psychology. He is working with couples and individuals to achieve personal breakthroughs and a fulfillment and a fulfillment life. As of today, he's also inspired leader of the team of the Thank You Hashem movement to help people make positive changes in their life by living with Hashem. Rebusha, Rebusha please inspire us. Baruch Hashem, we have, the, we have the opportunity to be here tonight. It's something we waited a long time, and Baruch Hashem, we are here. But as we start, I would like to share about myself. A few years ago, I remember I walked in the Heichel in Monroe, New York, where I live, 
I open up at the Feder Schleimer and I saw in Pashas Vayayru, the Feder Schleimer said like this, If you thank Hashem, you say, it because it's good, you look out on the good things, what you have, this will continue, we have much more good coming from Hashem. Like I say, hi type, hi tevimach, but you say it's good, Hashem said, I will show you what good is. I went through a difficult time at that, at that, um, that period of time. Um, and we know, Chazal tells us, and after I made the decision, I would like to thank Hashem more. Ari Berkowitz called me up. A short time after I saw this Tveri Shloima, he told me, look, I want to open this Thank Hashem movement. Would you join? I say, of course, this is, this is what we need. And that set me up on fire, and I started to change my life. And Bode Hashem, it's not to compare. And I had a lot of stories what happened since then. So, so I don't know if you want me to start right now with the story, or we come back later to it. But not the same. And by get in, what I say is we got inspired. And that's why we got to this point. And I'm saying it for other people. If you get inspired by us, do not stop right there. Continue and inspire others. That will help and hold your flame going. And you, you keep the momentum going. So let's say you, you sign up to the Thank You Hashem website. Over there, you have all the platforms. You sign up over there. But you have to make sure after you got inspired to make a commitment, I got to do something tonight which will help me go on a different level and not fall back in all negative pattern, just to have a beautiful life in many years to come. Amazing. Wushiyoyna, I don't, I don't want to do this, but I, I'm going to ask you to please say the story of what happened to you with your child uh, when you started to say thank you, Hashem, and then we'll go to Rebbe Riyadi. As short as you can say it, please. We didn't touch the, the thank you, yeah. Hashem. Touch yeah. the so when I started, this, the, it got involved, and thank you, Hashem. I know I have to work on myself first before we can inspire other people. I made a, a, a decision, I made a commitment to myself. Every morning before I, I get up, after saying Moedani, I will thank Hashem for 72 things I do have. So I will do that for 40 days. And that summer, when I started it, I had to go with my baby to Cleveland, Ohio hospital. Friday morning, 10.30 a.m., I walked out of the hospital and I, I, I suddenly saw there's no flights going back from Cleveland to New York. So I got left there. What do I do now? I have to get back to Fleischmann, New York. It's 550 miles. How do I get from point A to point B? So, I contacted the organization. They told me they would set me up our car rental. So I go to the airport and instead of going to the terminal, I go to the car rental, rent a car, and hit the road. It was very challenging for me after being two nights in the hospital, being very exhausted. And it's short time for Shabbos. It's like they have too much time to stop in the middle of the, of the way and like, take a nap and rest. There's no time for that. 10.30, I order an Uber to take me. 10.35, 10.40, the car didn't show up. I got all nervous. Then I told my wife, 
hold on a minute. I didn't do what I have to do. I had to, to thank Hashem in the morning because I was running to the hospital. I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't thank Hashem in the morning. So let me forget about Uber. Just canceled Uber. I have to do what I have to do. She looked like me like crazy. Why are you out of mind? We have to get in time. Who has time for that? I said, no, 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 no. I have to do what I have to do. I walked away. I walked down the street and I started thank Hashem and counting one, two. Book Hashem, I have eyes. Book Hashem, I can talk. Book Hashem, I have kids. Book Hashem, I have where to live. So I just started thank Hashem every single item. Several things, every, every single thing I have. I'm recounting 72 things. 15 minutes passed by. I came back. I ordered a new Uber to take me to the airport. Under five minutes, the car showed up. And we, we started to see it right away. Hashem is helping me, and there is something going on. I, I went in the car, and I followed the car to go to the airport. And I told them not to go to the terminal. I want to go to the car rental because there I have to take out my car. So on the way there, the driver asked me, um, where do you plan to go? I told him, Fleischmann's New York. And he said, wait a moment. You about to take out a car rental. Maybe I can take you to that place. I said, yes, maybe, but I'm not sure I can afford that price. So what, what do I talk about? A, a taxi cab from Cleveland, Ohio to Fleischmann's New York is not the same price like buying a sandwich. So it's not for me. But to my surprise, he told me, no, you're gonna pay for the car rental gas and toll. You know what? You paid me just gas and toll and I will take you to Fleischmann's New York free of charge. I was shocked and suspicious at the same time, especially at that, that time we heard about ISIS kidnapping. I didn't know what's going, what, what's going on this man? I go, want to take you, not across the street, and even across the street you want to trust to get an Agoy's car, maybe you're not getting alive. Uh, come out, going, flash message, he want to take me. I called up my father and I told him the story, what's going on. He told me like this. It's Menashemayim, go. It's very interesting. I told the driver, I accept your offer. He turned off the Uber app. He turned off the, he turned on the GPS and hit Flashmaster York, 556 Main Street, Flashmaster York. And it came up to 550 miles. And he said, go start. We start to go. Of course, I put on my GPS as well. I want to make sure he's following along the right, the right road. I was so, not a, what's going on? It doesn't make any sense. Someone just taking you from Cleveland, Ohio to New York. It doesn't make any sense. But as time goes by, of course I fall asleep. I have a good sleep, like three hours or more. And I came, Fleischmann's well rested on time for Shabbos, was right, right with his mom. And he dropped me off. I paid $120. How much was gas and toll? And he went back nine hours, by the way, went back. He drove 18 hours free of charge. I have no idea why, but there's no explanation. But this is, this happened, this happened just, I, I did my job. I thanked Hashem. Hashem, Hashem showed me that it's unlimited what I can do for you.
Okay, so before we jump, I'm just gonna tell everybody watching, I know this sounds wild, it sounds not believable. Is this the new answer? This is what I do. We're gonna get to it, we're gonna break it down, simple as can be. Let's uh, introduce Rabbi Jonathan Rieti. Your bio is so big, it'll take about three hours to read it. I cut it down as short as possible. Rabbi Rieti has an author of over 25 lecture albums on topics including inner growth, health and parenting with powerful insights with love, happiness and emotional intelligence. Rabbi Rieti. Okay, a special thank you to Rabbi for inviting me and putting all the details together. for all of you and all your team. So we're just going to talk a few moments about Tudal Hashem and um, then we'll pass it over to everyone else. So uh, the movement of Tudal Hashem began approximately 2,000 years ago when Chazal did something quite revolutionary. There, there's only one bracha in the entire Torah. That's Birkas Hamazan. And some argue Birkas Torah as well, is their Raisa. But everyone agrees that Birkas Hamazan is for sure. The question is, how did Chazal come up with over a hundred brachas that I'm most supposed to say every single day? Chayev Adam Levarech Meir Brachas Bechol Yom Lefachos. That's number one. And number two, well, if, it, if the right thing is to say lots of brachas every single day, why didn't Akadosh Baruch Hu come up with that? He only gave us Birkas Hamazon, maybe Birkas Torah as well. But otherwise, all the rest of Chazal made them. So comes along the Rambam. I'm just going to explain it very simply. Chazal saw Baruch Kajam, that we're about to go into the fourth Golas, Golas Edom. We're going to be spread throughout the whole world. It's going to last for a long time. And we're going to lose our grip on Simcha. And so, claims the Rambam, what's the deepest, greatest Simcha, simcha possible? To know Hashem is with me all the time. So the Lashon of, of the Rambam is, There are many blessings our sages legislated in order that we remember Hashem constantly. What is that remembering? Thank you, Hashem, for my eyes. Thank you for my spine. Thank you for my nervous system. Thank you for every single sinew and muscle and bone in my entire body that's because of my skeleton that's really supported by my spine. Thank you, Hashem, for my clothes. Thank you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for my shoes, Shasali Kol Sarki, for providing me all my needs. The purpose of blessings is not to tickle Hashem pink. He doesn't, he's perfect without our brachas. The purpose of blessings is so ridiculously simple. It's for me to live in reality. And what's reality? LG, life is good. Now, I think there's a, a different girsa. LG, I think in the Hasidic world, his life is gewaldic. But the, it comes down to the same thing. So I'm going to share with you something quite shocking. There's no mitzvah out of Tariq mitzvahs to be besimcha, not one. And what's interesting, not only Rambam, but the smart, the smart, Sefer Haredim, um, Ramban, the Sadigon, none of them count the mitzvah of Simcha as one of Tariyag. And the most obvious question is, Rebbein Shloilam, 
why didn't even at least, at least hit the 613? Rav Nachman of Breslev says, Mitzvah G'day L'Aliyah Basimcha Tamid. It's a huge mitzvah to be happy all the time. There's no mitzvah in the Torah out of Tariyag. So where's this coming from? So I'm going to give, there are a lot of ways to answer this. I'm going to give you the simplest way I can, I can think of. Someone gives you a million dollar salary. You turn up at work and you, 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 you're, you're amazed that you've, you've hit this job. You come early and because you're amongst the first 10 people who arrived today at work, he gives you a check equivalent to your whole year's salary. And you say, what's this? So this we're turning up early. Then after all the rest of the people have turned up to work that day, he gives you another check and, you, and the day's only begun, it's 9 a.m. And you say, what's this? It's a $50 million check and he has given you the equivalent of everybody else's salary that they would have got the whole year over the whole company. And then halfway into the day, he gives you another check and you ask, what's this? He said, well, you didn't take the full lunch break. Instead, you worked more. So I see that you're giving extra. And so I want, I want to show you my hakaras that's over to you. So let me ask you, you, start, you become a billionaire within one year of this job. Does your boss need to add in the contract, please be happy? Hello? I've got to be mad not to count the blessings of being in this job. And I am exaggerating because we were born trillionaires. And even that's an exaggeration because God owes me nothing. Did he owe for us to be conceived? <laughs> Ask a gynecologist. The chances of you being conceived is one in millions, tens and tens of millions. You won the lottery nine months before you were born. Now, how many people here listening, um, their mother had an abortion? Oh, you were born without an abortion? Oh, you won another lottery. Oh, your, your wife, your mother didn't uh, have a miscarriage? You won another lottery. You were born healthy. Oh, <laughs> you won another. You won four lotteries and you're only one second old. You're born Jewish? OMG. You didn't even choose that. Says from Nachman Breslov, Shiloh Asani Goy alone is, is enough of a reason to pick oneself up because you didn't do anything for it. So no matter how far down I am in looking down on myself and I'm unworthy, what have I got to be grateful for? And the answer is for everything that I'm counting. And if I don't count, then I'm not going to notice. So Chazal saw Baruch Kadsham that Birkas Amazon Min Hatara was supposed to be such a hisiris of gratitude, Hazan is Hakol, that you take care of all our needs, every single breakfast, lunch, supper, that it would spill over. That gratitude was enough to spill over into the rest of the day. But seeing that we're going into Igolas and the number one agenda will be survival, taking care of the family, persecution, running from another pogrom. So we're going to lose Hasvashalma grip on Simcha, gratitude, and start thinking the world is not good. Riots, democracy falling apart, safe, I'm not sure if we're safe anymore. Oh my gosh a microscopic virus spreading throughout the whole world. 
and I could fall into the trap of thinking that life happens outside in. And a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants me to know that's never reality. Reality is there's no Simcha outside of you, ever. It's impossible. In the words of the Ben Ishchai, in Parshas Baloischa, in the first Chelek, I think it's in Ois Aleph over there, he actually says the Oishas Bas Simcha in the state of happiness are the exact Oishas Machshava, thought. Because where does happiness truly take place? And the answer is, it's a thought in the moment. Because how many thoughts can you have? You can only think one thought at a time. By the way, did you know that's why the Chazal say, Mar ben Nechassim, Mar Daiga? The grammar is wrong. It should be Mar ben Nechassim, Mar Da'agot. It should be plural. The more things I have, the more things I have to worry about. And the answer is no, 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 no. You can only have one thought at a time. One thought at a thought. So it's never lots of worries. It's only one worry at a time. That's why you don't find the Lashon of Yitzrei Hara'ais. Why is, why is there only one Yitzhahara? There should be lots of Yitzhaharas. A Yitzhahara, Taivas Achila, Taivas Nashim, Taivas Mamun, Taivas Covered. There's so many Taivas. Why is there only one Yitzhahara? And the answer is because the Yitzhahara can only attack me one thought at a thought. So how far am I away from being down to start counting the good in my life? And the answer is, you're always one thought away from Toida Hashem. Gratitude is training in happiness. God never needed to give me a mitzvah to be happy. It's ridiculous because it's so obvious. The moment I start counting and I'm only just born, born Jewish, I'm like, and, and from? Whoa! Well, you came from on your own? You came back on your own? You're about to shuvah. And you start adding on reality. God wants me to pay attention to the good because it's real. Davana Malach says, Now he's the one who suffered, Chazal tell us, more than any human being in world history. More than Eoid. Eoid suffered the most in a 12-month period. David Amalek suffered the most over a lifetime. And yet, out of 150 love songs, what comes out again and again and again? Haidu. Gratitude. Lashem. Why to, look, look what the life Hashem gave you. Your father-in-law tried to execute you a few times. Your own son of Shalom rebelled against you, tried to kill you. Your own son, Adonijah, usurps your authority. You lost four children in your lifetime. What's going on? Why are you so grateful? because God is good. How good? How good? Look what you've suffered. And his answer was very simple. When I'm finished complaining about what's not good in my life, I've got to follow my own logic. Because if, huge if, huge, if I have a right to tell you, Rabban Shlelem, what's not good in my life, then I have a, to follow my own logic and tell you also what's good. So says David Malach, the moment he went to the list, of Toida Lashem, he couldn't stop. Because it's unlimited. And I close here on what Rav Nachman of Breslev says in a, quite a few Torahs. He quotes Davin HaMelech. You have already gifted. Nasasa is a Lashon Ava. It happened already. Nasasa Simcha Belibi. You already gifted happiness, Belibi, in my heart, in my mind. 
You already gave me all the reasons to be happy. Oh, and that's why Masila Shasharim, and I close here, tells us that even if you don't feel happy, pretend. Because when you pretend, the chitzonius of pretending will make your pnim feel it. And here's the Loshan, unbelievable Loshan. He says, because when you pretend to be happy, and this is right at the end of Perik Zayim, he says, you're able to pretend to be happy, right? So do that. Then you will acquire that which you're not experiencing right now, but you're going to pull it in. You know what that is? You will give birth with the internal happiness. And here's where I end. You are pregnant with happiness. You already have all the reasons to be grateful in your life. And that's why this is such an addictive condition. That's why it can really change the world. It can change the whole of humanity in recognizing God's reality. L-G, life is good. Thank you for your patience. Thank you, Reverend Eddie. That was beautiful. Really, really nice. Okay, we're going to take a little one-minute uh, poll to give everybody a little break. And then everybody, Vushiyayna, everybody, Coach Menachem, we're coming for you. Because we don't know anything what you just said. It all sounds so cute, but we got to really understand what you said because it all sounds... Okay, let's take a quick poll, okay? I want everybody to be interactive. Please answer the poll. First poll is going to be like this. Hold on. Anybody who can't see is on the phone. I'll read it so everybody can please answer. It's anonymous, so I don't know who answers. When do you consciously connect to Hashem? There's five choices. I try three times a day when I daven. Once in a while when things go wrong. When I need something to work out my way. I thank Hashem every day in my own words. Or the last answer, I'm not really connected. Again, three, five answers. I try three times a day when I daven. Once in a while when, I do go, when things go wrong. When I need something to work out the way, my way. I thank Hashem every day in my own words. I'm really not connected. Come on. Five seconds. Everybody, I saw you that. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Here we go. This is interesting. Rabu you ready? Yes. 90% of people say I try three times a day when I daven. Okay. 8% of people say once in a while when I, things go wrong. 14% of people say when I need something to work out my way. You ready for the winner? I thank Hashem every day in my own words. 54%. <laughs> Look at Gabi, he's so happy. And 5% of the people say, I'm really not connected at all. Okay? It was great to see. Okay, let's break it down. Um, we have a bunch of questions. A lot of people are already texting to ask questions. I, I, before I go to the questions, I just want to clarify some things. I want to get a little personal, and then I'll start breaking it down. Got it. The co-producer said something specific. Okay, so my first question is like this. You ready? Rabari, Rabushiyana, go first. What does it mean, thank you, Hashem? I daven three times a day. I go to shul. I learn. Uh, I learn daf yomi. I, I do all the regular mitzvos. What does thank you, Hashem, mean? What? Explain it. Simple. Thank you, Hashem, means connecting to Hashem while recognizing the things I do have. Rabari? We all daven every single day. But the problem is that when we daven, we ask Hashem for stuff. When we stop, 
and we start thanking Hashem just out of the ordinary, just thank you Hashem for this, thank you Hashem for that, it just changes your life. Your whole day is better. Brady, you want to jump in or pass? 97%, and I'm serious, 97% of the entire chakras is saying thank you and praise. There's very, very few bakashas. The bakashas part, the requests, is only in the middle 13 brachas of Shman Esrei. Almost the entire rest of the whole of davening is praise and thank you. Now, because we may not be aware of the words we're saying, so we're missing out on Kavanas Aleph. So the problem is actually not in the system. The problem is I'm not plugged into the words, but the system is already there providing me with 97%. Blikuzma, you can check every single line, count them up if it's a thank you, a praise, or a request. And you'll see 97% is saying thank you and praise. And it's all in preparation for the middle blessings where we use the platform of each middle bracha in Shimon Esrei to ask Hashem for our needs. But the vast majority is thank you. Why? Because we're training in God's reality. The more we realize how big you really are, Hashem, how much you can and do and have the power for, then my, my requests are more intelligent. I can ask you for anything and everything. I saw a great line just today. I don't know what tomorrow's chapter will look like, but I trust the author. God is only good. And so the trust in Hashem can take away the worry. So the practical side of this is look at the words in davening. If I don't understand them, learn them. And if not, go with that 54% that says your own words. Use Birkasa Shacha to say, after Perkech Ivrim, say, thank you, Hashem, for my eyes. You said, Zoykev Kufrim, thank, thank Hashem for your spine. Mal Bisharumim, thank him for your clothes. Say your own words, because that was the original reason for davening, not to, not to become a whole new davening. Davening is only 2,000 years old, actually 1,700 years old. Prior to that, the mitzvah of Tefillah, which is 3,300 years old, was to 108, 1800 Almighty, talk to God in your own words. Free call, 24-7-365-120. That was and still is the real Tefillah. Shemona Esrei was not a substitute. It was a way to get us back into the original, which was praise and thank you, and then you get to the request. But the request is such a small part. Use davening to talk to God. Coach Menachem. Okay, we're having um, major answers over here, Baruch Hashem. Just getting warmed up. I just want to add, I just want to add that all of this can also be um, logic. And that's where the work starts. Many of us have become robotic. And we daven, we learn, we do everything right. And then we have a question, but we don't feel. So there's something missing. We have to do things different. If we continue the same way, we'll have the same results. What can we do different? Like Rabbi Yeti said, listen to the words, look at the words. I just want to add, to be able to feel, you want to be, thank you want to be grateful for that bruchas that you're saying. You have to stop. You have to slow down. You have to let yourself feel. 
because by saying it again and again, that's, that's all in the head. I think tonight, tonight we're going to hear, hear a lot of ideas of how we're going to start feeling these things. And again, feeling doesn't mean only positive. You're going to feel negative too, but let it be there. And that we'll learn how to feel and we'll be thankful. Like we'll, then we'll go back to Rabbi, what Rabbi Yeti said. How in the world can we not be happy with what we have? But that takes work to actually feel it. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a little something personal, and I'm going to have a bunch of live questions if I can handle it. Um, I'm going to tell you what I learned about Thank You, Hashem. Um, I probably about the last five or six years started learning and listening to a lot of shiurim and Amun Betochen. I really got a tremendous understanding of it. Um, I, I'm a big Rebbe Schaefer, as we had him on last week, and I learned a tremendous amount from him. I would consider him my, my Rebbe for Amun Betochen. Um, when I came to the Thank You, Hashem event eight months ago with, with my friend, Poch Menachem, uh, the one thing that was mind-blowing to me, and, and I really took it upon myself, and I think it's, it might sound in one sense very simple, but in one sense, for me, it wasn't so simple, is that when I do daven, my daven used to be all the halukas, Hashem, you the best, but that wasn't the part where I focused. I focused right before Shemayat Tefillah, everything that I need. And that was my wish list. And I'm not saying, I'm not going to talk for everybody, I'm going to talk for myself. But what happens is when somebody goes with that focus, obviously you're not everything you ask for you're gonna get because you don't know what your ultimate good is. So it becomes difficult. But the thank you Hashem concept, the way I understand it, is that I'm focusing, like Rebari Berkowitz said the best line, I'm gonna say it again and again. When you have a cup half full or half empty, which one are you thankful for? Rebari, ready? you know the answer? <laughs> the cup. You're thankful that you have a cup in the first place, exactly. So if we start focusing on the thank you, like Rabbi Ushiyani said, and I actually took it upon myself, I can't do 72, it sounds very easy. Try to say thank you for 72 things is not so simple. You can go through all your body parts, you'll probably run out after 20. But if you really start taking a number, you start focusing on things you wanna be thankful for, um, you could find millions, but it just, we're not so good at it. What happens is there's two things that happen, in my opinion. Sorry, Rabbi, can I, can I, can I, can I cut to the chase? Okay. So first thing that happened to me, I'm talking from personal events, is that my mindset became positive. What does that mean? It means instead of always looking at everything, oh, I didn't make this and this deal didn't work out. Oh, of course this is not gonna work out. In my mind, psychologically, because I was always focusing on the good, even though I did it without the proper thing, but internally, it was psychologically changing my mindset that when I didn't get, I got pulled over twice, I didn't get a parking ticket. I was like, oh, thank you, Hashem, push it. But to me, that would have been like, oh my gosh, I got pulled over. Like it would have been the negative. So my mind, I started, I'm going to use the word psych myself up to more positive thing. Okay, good. It's a great psychological trick. So it really, really works. We have a new shtick. But then what I realized, something bigger happened. And I, I really learned this. I'm going to have to be honest with Rav Ushayana, And uh, we're going to get to it. And obviously people go through some tremendous times, especially during COVID. Um, when people go through tremendously hard things and tremendously hard times, this is, I don't want to use the word gezerah or something is supposed to happen. Whatever's supposed to happen to a person, in Shemayim, if you take it as a, every time Hashem gives you a little patch and you complain and you scream, he says, the gezer, you didn't have enough pain. You have to have more. When you take everything with, uh, with the Yisurim Shalahava, Biyahava, with happiness, then it gives the koyach whatever the gezerah, or I don't use the word gezerah because it sounds very negative, whatever a person's supposed to go through, if a person's supposed to lose money, he'll lose it, maybe he'll lose less, but it'll go quicker. Things will slowly pick up because you're taking everything behavior. I'm sure Rebbe Reddy could probably pull up some chazal that will probably confirm some of the stuff I'm saying. But the general thing is always thinking of the positive and not only psychologically, it'll give you a positive mindset, 
but it's also going to actually give you siyata deshmaya when things are going through hard times. I understand it sounds easy and it's a cute little trick. And I have a lot of people are going to ask the question soon when people are going through real tsars, people that, you know, go through real things. But it's, it's really going to be life altering. And you'll see in short periods of time, it's not a magic trick. It's not a segula. It's not a kamea. But it's really going to open up uh, things in Shemayim for you. And I'm talking from personal experience. And we can get into some more of that soon. But let's break it on. Okay. Who's the first live person? Okay. This is a very good friend of mine. I'm putting him on. Dona Noichi. Ask your question clear. Unmute. Well, you, um, you basically said it's not a schooler, so I don't really know what to ask anymore. Ask your question the same way you did before. Let's go. I wanted to know, is it a schooler or is it a ploy to get God to give you what you want? Say, you know, thank you, God, for this problem. Thank you for that. And then wait for the miracle to happen. It's not going to happen. You know, in davening, you have... You say all the thank yous to God and halukas and shiras and haidas and mizbalasayda, and then you get your three bakashas. You know? But you just said it's not a schooler, so then what is it? Just a mindset? Rabari, you go first. Eight months ago, there was the. We were in Barra Park together, if you remember. Over there, I met someone. He's almost 40 years old. He tried everything to find a Zivik and become engaged, nothing works, nothing. Whatever he tried didn't work. So by the event, after the event, he said, I'm very inspired. Ari, can you tell me something that in Yetzirah I will become a Hosni? I said, I want to ask you a question. What do you do for the last 20 years, I guess from the 20 to the 40, what do you do? He says, what do you mean? I cry my heart out to Hashem every single day. I go to Kibritzadikim. I do whatever I can. Nothing works. I said, let me do something else with you. How about you start thanking Hashem every day for five minutes, not more, five minutes. You thank Hashem that you're not engaged yet. He looked at me like, what did you smoke? I said, look, try it out. And if in a year from now you're not a chosen, then we'll try something else. Now, as you said before, it was eight months ago that we had this event. Last week, Thursday, he calls me up. He says, Ari, before I call any of my family, I'm calling you, I'm engaged. He says, Ari, I realized where my mistake was. I used to cry my heart out. And basically, when you cry, Hashem says, you cry, I'm going to give you more reasons so you can cry more. Everything Hashem does is for our best. But if you're crying, it's going to go by another year, another five years, 10 years, 20 years. If he would met me, I would meet him probably by the 6D and he would still not be engaged. So thank you, Hashem. You met me over there by the event. And I said, change it around just a little bit. Talk to Hashem. But instead of crying, start thanking Hashem. Like the Holy, the Holy Original Tzadik used to say, that one thing brings another thing. Hashem is good. Hashem wants you to give good. He just wants you to thank Him. Now think about it. When you thank Hashem for the seemingly bad, you know what happens over there in Hashemayim? Hashem says, you're thanking me even it looks bad? Imagine when it's going to be good. You become engaged. How will you thank me then? And this is exactly what keeps on happening every single day to people. So just thank Hashem and you will see that everything will change around to the better. Before I pass to the coach, Menachem, I want to answer this question as well. 
I want to say one thing. Uh, I, I shared it with Ari today. Um, today on Torah Anytime, Charlie Rari had a story. I, I punked. I happened not to listen to all those uh, short clips, but this story was so, so thank you, Hashem, that it came to me today. I'm going to repeat the story to the best of my ability. Blazar Rush writes in his book, a woman that came to him who didn't have children for over 10 years, came to him, what should she do to have children? Rabbi Rush said, I'm going to tell you, but I'd rather not tell you. Because you, you're not going to be able to do it. The lady says to him, I want you to tell me. She says, I really, I really, Rabbi Rush says, I didn't want, I don't want, and she mama twisted his arm. So he said, okay, you know what you need to do? You need to go into your room every day for one hour and thank Hashem they didn't give you children for 10 years. She said, excuse me, say that again in English? He said, yeah, you need to go into the room and thank Hashem. You don't understand the cheshboinus, but you trust Hashem as and thank Hashem. She had to swallow that pill. And this is her Charlie Rari. I'm saying, shame Charlie Rari. Don't kill me. Don't, don't, kill, don't shoot the messenger. And the story goes, a year later, Rabbi Rush was the sandik by her son's breast. Coach Benachem. I see a lot of people get caught up with schoolers. And when it sounds like a schooler, they say, wait a second, I don't do segulas. The first question is, why not? Um, if this is what Hashem wants from you, then let's go. And again, it doesn't mean that whatever you're asking is going to happen. Hashem runs his world, and Hashem is going to do it the way is good for you. We don't always know what's good for us. But what we do have to do is thank Hashem for whatever it is, which sometimes can be very hard. But believing that Hashem, if you did it, I believe this is what I need now. And I thank you for that. And then the rest is up to him. And if we need to get it, we get it. If not, we get the, at, at least the Siat Rishmaya or the Hashem is Choyn and Das to go somewhere else, to get some different uh, way of thinking so you don't sit in, your, uh, in that rut, in that negativity. I'm just letting you know we have a lot more questions. If anybody wants to jump in, please, right now is your, right now. No pressure, unless you want to go to the next. Okay, thanks. So, uh, Dan Anochi, you asked if, uh, if it's meant to be a segula. So it's actually, it's a simonin shulchan aruch um, of how to respond when things don't go right. Uh, it's in Reish Chaf base in Arachayim, Sif Gimel. And the Lashon there is actually taken from the Mishnah in Brachas, right at the end of, of Peretes Mishnah Hey, Chayev Adam Nevarech Al Hara'a. Now it doesn't say Chayev Tzadik, Chayev Chosid. It says Chayev Adam. This is Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch is not meant for me to look at when I don't know, oh, is it Muksa? It's not Muksa, and you go look it up. That's not L'Chadchila what Shulchan Aruch is meant for. Shulchan Aruch is meant for me to know the Halacha in advance, so I know how to respond to the situation when it comes up. So I'm actually meant to take this as, how do I respond when things don't go right? With my mind completely, I'm not faking it, it's real. I mean, I mean what I'm saying, I'm not under pressure. And he's willingly saying, thank you Hashem, on the Ra, with the thing that went bad, in the same way that he says thank you for the good that happens to him. Now, Shulchanach tells you it's not a segula for getting what you're not getting. You know what it's a segula for? Because, now he says, because a Jew is meant to be an Eved Hashem. And for an Eved Hashem, when things go right, to Dal Hashem. When things go wrong, 
oh, that's great. You know why? Really? Yeah, because there's a mitzvah de'araisa of Avas Hashem. And Avas Hashem includes uvechol me'oidecha, with all your ma'oid. And what's the ma'oid? Bechol mito mito shemoidelecha, ha'vimoidelei b'ma'oid ma'oid. This is the makar, which is a mitzvah de'araisa, not for simcha, but for gratitude. To be grateful to Hashem. And the Lashon there in the Mishnah is, ha'vimoidelei b'ma'oid ma'oid. Be exceedingly, exceedingly grateful when things go wrong. So it's not a subgula for getting what I'm missing, it's a segula for being close to a Kaddish Baruch Because he's saying, since it's part of being an Eved Hashem, then when the Ra comes along, the Simcha is that he's serving a Kaddish Baruch by saying thank you. And that is, that is ultimately the greatest reward. And for that, by the way, when a person does a mitzvah of Simcha, he gets a thousand times more Sikha than a regular mitzvah. So, it, and that's from Orchot uh, Sadikim in Shah HaSimcha. It says, Elef Yadois. It's, it's worth a thousand times more. So, I'll just close on this. Davina Melech said it in, in Pei Aleph, Pasuk Yud Aleph in Tehillim, Harchev Picha. Make your mouth wide with praise. The Amalehu. And I, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, will fill it with more reasons to be happy. So, in that sense, you can expect that when you're grateful, you'll notice more reasons to be grateful because Amalehu, I will, says Hashem, fill your mind with more reasons. You'll become more aware of more gratitude. And what's missing won't matter so much. Lucia, anyone answer? You want to go to the next one? I have lined up of questions. I say one thing. After hearing all these all this amazing answers, I would say just one. Just do it. Pick up one thing right now as you watch the video and you think, what can I think, Hashem, right now at this moment? What can I think, Hashem? Start doing it. If I explain you the taste of marble cake, it would take me years to explain it. If I give it to you, you know right away the answer. Just do it. Okay, let's go to the next live question. I'm pleased to be here tonight. It's amazing all these words that you guys are saying. And my question is to make it simple, not to take anybody's time. And I guess, uh, Rabbi Rieri, maybe you can give us more explanation. How, did you, how do you make yourself mindful when you're going through a lot of service and you're going through a lot of bad thoughts while that is happening? and your mind is all crumbled up with different thoughts, how do you push that away and bring in positive thinking of praising and thanking Hashem? Reverend Eddie, before you answer, I just want to let you know, I have about 15 questions exactly within that range. Excellent question. There is no word in the entire Tanakh for emotion. There is no word. If there is no word for something, that means it doesn't exist. Hergesh is not a, a Tanakh word. 100% of what you feel is what you're thinking, 100% of the time. Unfortunately, we translate or mistranslate innocently the word lave, we translate it as heart. It's an innocent mistake, and I'm not going to tell you why we do that, it's just a mistake. Ramban says on the words, love Hashem, 
Bechol Levavacha, says Ramban, Perikvav, Pasuk Hei, on the Shema Yisrael, and Eben Ezra say the same thing, three words. Lev, who had Your mind, Lev means mind. Now, why is that? How does that help answer your question? Because once we know that everything we experience, bar nothing, 100% of what we experience is what we're thinking, then there's the chance of incredible liberation. Because the moment I realize the Tsaurus I'm experiencing is not the wife who's driving me crazy or the kid who's driving me crazy or the diagnosis which is driving me crazy, it's what I'm thinking about my wife, about the kid, about the diagnosis that's driving me crazy. There's many, many proofs to this. I'll give you one example. There's a, a, a Jewish lady, her name is Wendy Suggestis. She's in her eighth year of stage four cancer. Nashim who have stage four cancer, 96% don't make it beyond five years, 96. She's in her eighth year of stage four cancer. She gets up on a stage and I heard the following words from her. It was a 15 second speech and then there was an hour of questions and answers afterwards. And these were her words, I have cancer. I'm not cancer. My body has cancer. I'm not my body. End of speech. What we experience of Tsaurus is not what we're feeling, it's what we're thinking. Because the moment I think it, I end up feeling it. So if I, if I, want, a, if I want a shortcut, so to speak, to recognizing the true source of what I experience is what I'm thinking, then, then I've got the chance of going to the next thought. Because how long is the life of your thought, of my anxiety, my fear, anger, depression, frustration, natira hasfashalom, resentment, and the answer is always the same. The life of a thought is as long as you think it. How far are you ever away from a different thought? And the answer is you're always one thought away. And that's a posuk, I think it's in Perak Lamad posuk, Yudalat, in Dvarim, when Hashem describes the mitzvah of teshuva, and don't get me wrong, a hehur of teshuva means you're changing the way you're thinking. That's what hero of Teshuvah. Teshuvah means change direction. You're changing the way you think. And what does the Pasuk say about, about it? This item is exceedingly close to you. All you have to do is say, I love you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. I'm sorry, Hashem. And it's in your thoughts. As Rabbi Usher said, do it. Just do it. It's in your mouth's power and thought power to just do it. And so it's not about positive thinking or negative thinking. It's about reality thinking. It's about clicking into the Rabboni Shalom's reality that you're always good to me. And even if I don't always feel it, guess what? I'm not feeling it because I'm thinking it. How far am I away from thinking differently? Always one thought away. Barry, I'm sorry for jumping in over here. Somebody texted me, a friend of mine texted me a personal question. Can I ask a personal question? You okay? Did Ari Berkowitz, with thank Hashem, ever experience a clap with anything in life? And is, and is he still going to go with thanking Hashem? A clap. Okay, great. I was waiting for this question. Oilam's coming after you. It's okay. I can handle it. If Hashem gave me this, that means he gave me the koyach to answer it. You look at me, you look at my smile, and you hear all the success stories. 
You think Ari never had anything pause, bad? Pause, Rabbi, I'm going to pause you. Why don't you tie this into why, when, what the reason why you started? Thank you, Asha. I got married in 2003. In 2004, all of a sudden, my life, in a way, became upside down. I didn't know what to do. Went one doctor to the other, and they diagnosed me with Crohn's and colitis. When this happened, I was like, what's going on? I didn't know how to chew it, how to eat it, how to take it. And I was really broken. I always thought, you know, I'm in control, I'm doing this and that. And all of a sudden, I'm lost. What do I do now? And I tried every single medication. And as I tried this medication, this had a negative effect. It got worse. I tried a different one. Nothing worked. One day, one night, I'm in the synagogue where I daven in young Israel at Marev. And after Marev, the president of the shul, he wants to lock up the place. And he knows already that Ari stays behind. And I, and I go and I use the men's room. I come out. It's very dark in the shul. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? Everybody is home. Everybody is having a good time. It's Sunday. Some people go to barbecues. Some people go to friend's house. Some people are listening to the show. Usher and uh, Coach Menachem. And I'm sitting here in the show in the bathroom and I'm like, what's going on? Why is Hashem doing it to me? There's a very little light working. That's the exit sign with the orange red lit light. And I see it's, the light is going towards something. And I'm looking at the light and I see it's going towards the Asher Yotzer. And I take a look at this paper and over there it says, give thanks to Hashem. And that's where it hit me. And I said, one minute, wow. Hashem could have given me so many other things. Gout, uh, migraines, pain, this, that. He gave me something, and it's probably one of the only things where you have to go, and when you finish going, you have to say Abracha. You have to say Ashiyotzer. Hashem loves me so much. He wants me so badly to thank Him, so He makes sure that I'm going 20, 30, 40 times a day so I can thank Him 20, 30, 40 times a day. My mistake was, since 2004, till 2018 that I was crying about it and I was trying to run away from it. And every time I was trying to run away, I had to go more times till it hit me then. And I say, Hashem, you love me so much. You want me to thank you? Hashem, I can't wait to go again in the bathroom. Please let me go again. But guess what? The next time I went to the bathroom was eight hours later, which was a first. And then I went and I took out this Ashiyotzer and I said, Hashem, you made me go because you want me to thank you. And this is what I'm going to do. And I said it with such kavuna. And all of a sudden, I went to sleep and it was the first night in 14 years I slept through the night. I woke up in the morning. I said, Moida Ani, with such a different kavuna. You know, it's amazing. I heard from uh, a tzaddik that Moida Ani, you say in the morning, even before you wash your hands. How's it possible? Maybe you're Toma, maybe you can't say. But the power of thanking is so powerful 
It pushes away everything. It goes straight to the Kisak of it. And Baruch Hashem, I want to share something amazing with you. When I started this, this was in the beginning when I opened up all the groups. I realized something crazy happening. Every time I add more and more and more people to start thanking Hashem, with every thousand people, I had to go one time less. When I had 10,000 people, I started realizing that instead of 35 times, I'm only going 25 times. When I had 20,000 people, I realized one minute, I'm only going now 15 times. When I had 30,000 people, I realized I'm only going five times. My dear friends, I'm here to tell you today, if I went one time today, it's a lot already. We have 35,000 members and the 35 times is just out of the window. So when a person, if Hashem is giving you something in your life, you say, thank you Hashem for giving it to me. Because if you gave it to me, you love me so much and you choose me to be your soldier. If you think about it, every single of the Imos were a chorus. And Rashi says on the spot there, because Hashem loves to listen to their batoshes and when they daven to him. So when Hashem is giving you good, I mean, you have to be out of your mind not to thank Hashem. But when Hashem is giving you something the seemingly bad, grab it with both hands and thank Hashem for it. Because this is where your hashpuas is going to come. I heard a good saying a few days ago. In Yiddish they say, Haidua brings hashpua. So keep on thanking Hashem. And you will have all hashpuas possible. Amazing, Rabari. I do want to get back to the question from before because there actually are similar questions. So uh, Victor, your question's not over. I'm going to put out another live question. Shlomo, are you ready? Let's go. Here we go. Hi, my name is Shlomo. I'm actually in, in Jerusalem right now, Yerushalayim. Oh. Uh, I just wanted to thank you all for the beautiful share and all the beautiful answers. Very impactful, very change, uh, life-changing. I just had one question. I know, so we say that we have to thank Hashem for everything, even the bad, uh, for one's own sorrows. I wanted to know, of course, a person is somebody else's sorrows. If somebody's going through a sorrow, a relative or a friend, to pray for them and you want you care for them, you're empathetic for them. But can you also and should you also think of Shem for other people's sorrows, a relative or something like that? And if you do, does that also have the segula or the, the kayak to take away the sorrow? Like you make a student so for somebody else's sorrow or sickness, Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So my answer is everything we experience by ourselves or by other people, everything has a chesed to do with us. Everything. So when we start to thank Hashem, as it is connected to us, in fact, of course it will help in ease and get away. Yes, we can help other people by start to thank Hashem. Anybody else want to answer that question? Lawyers? I, I actually, I don't know any precedent uh, in Halacha or Chazal that if you hear someone else's sorrows that you should say thank you to Hashem. Um, 
I, I know there's many, many good Ailim. I think of the Manchester Rosh Hashiva at Sal, who I knew personally. He was known that uh, uh, he would cry with real tears listening to the Tsarist of, of another Jew or, or the Tzibur. Uh, Rav Nachman Abreslev talks about the need that when you hear the pain of others, a person needs to feel it. Uh, it's not something for me to, to, to dance about their pain. I can be dancing about my pain, and I can even be dancing about where my pain is, is has v'sholem, actually going to affect other people too. But um, I do believe that the purpose of other people's Yusurin is to make us much more sensitive Jews to daven for their tzara, that Hashem should take it away for them and to feel it. Because that's uh, what Rabash was saying earlier, um, Kol Yisrael, Arim Zelazet, that the pain that you're experiencing ought to be mine too, because we're a part of the same goof. So I don't think it goes as far as I'm being grateful for your unhappiness or things that are paining you. I don't believe that's supposed to go that way. Maybe we can add, after crying for your friend's pain, you can be mechazik yourself and believe that whatever Hashem does is for the good, not that you're dancing with the other person's pain, you're davening, you have that balance, you're davening it to Hashem, and then you tell yourself, listen, Hashem is going to help, and hopefully He helps, and whatever Hashem does is for the good. That's the chizik. And I just want to go back to even dancing with your own pain, to be able to dance with your pain right away can be a little bit dismissing your emotions. Because us people um, usually have to go through when, when it hurts, it actually hurts. For some people, it pays to actually cry first because they're really shut down and they tell themselves, yeah, it's fine, it's good, Hashem, is, uh, whatever he does is good, is good. But really, you're not really in touch with what's going on. And maybe it is Kedai to, before you start dancing with the thanking Hashem, you should break down into tears a little bit. Connect to that emotions, become real. And then you can come out and say, Hashem, now I'm going to thank you. And then that's real. All right, let's keep going over here. I can get Usha, Usha, can I add something? Usha, you know, you, you're in charge. I make it quick. I make it quick. Okay. So, the point is, we're not dancing on other people's tourists. The point I felt when it, this person asked the question, he's feeling already other person's problems. He's connected to it. So the way we want to be misspelled to Hashem is from a place of thanking Hashem. And this is what I meant by... Be thanking Hashem, and this where without our fillers, our hearts, it connect to Hashem in regard to Yeshia. Yeah, I would like to ask when everything in your life does good, goes good, you know, marriage, your job, everything is okay. How do you remind yourself to stop and like, hey, it comes from Hashem, let me thank Him? Pause before anybody answers. She is coming from the other way. The whole time we're asking when the animal suit is, how do we thank Hashem? He's coming from the other angle. Hashem gave me everything. It's so partial coming to me. How do you how do you remember to thank Hashem? Who wants to go first? That is why, thank you, Shia, number one. That is why we have every day in the middle of the day, we have the Tfilastoida. We stop with what we do and we just thank Hashem for everything. And when you do so, 
by the end, it actually says, I'm ash and dust, I'm nothing, and you are everything. And you simply remind yourself that it's not you. Hashem is the one that is giving me everything. And I just have to be thankful and grateful. And the more I'm going to be grateful and thankful, the more Hashem is going to give me. Like you say in Yiddish, Adan brings Adan. So if you have good in your life already, you are obligated to thank Hashem even more. And if you think it's good now, you'll be surprised how much more Hashem is going to give you. It's going to be really good in it. I'll just add that, like I said before, we have to work on feeling what we know and what we hear is all the logic. And you could say, oh, Hashem, thank you, Hashem, for this. Thank you, Hashem, for that. What we do, what we, like Ari said, we have to stop in the middle of the day. Now, stopping is very hard for most people. They're so busy 24-7, and they're always doing, even though they're doing the right thing, but they never give themselves time to actually reflect what's going on, where am I, what am I doing, to, to, to stop. That's number one. Then to breathe, don't forget, in and out. So you can let open up from your head and let it trickle down into your body so you can start feeling it. Let it go down and don't run. Give yourself a minute, two. And in the beginning, it could be hard even for five minutes to sit there and really appreciate. The thing is that we don't really appreciate till Chaz Shulam Hashem takes something away from us and then we say, oh, if, if only. I remember I had, uh, there were years ago when I had back pain from stress. And I, I was on the floor and I couldn't walk. I thought that from that day on, I'm going to be thanking Hashem every day for walking. I did in the first few days, maybe a week or two, but then you just forget about it. If you can sit down and imagine you cannot walk, stay there and then get up and say, boy, I could, you start enjoying. So the step, the, the first step is to stop, breathe and feel grateful. Yeah. Very good. I think it's very clear. Answered. Good. You don't have to argue. <laughs> We're all on the same page. Okay. I'm gonna. The next question is a little bit. I'm gonna. A lot of people are texting me in different version. I'm gonna ask the question. It's similar to what we asked before, and this is a very tough question. I am in tremendous pain. One person writes, "I lost my father." One person wrote, "I have no parnasa." One person wrote, "Tremendous sickness that they have." I can't focus on positive to thank Hashem. Things just look so dark and gloomy. I have, I don't want to use the word, I have anger towards Hashem. What could I do? Give me tips. How do I get out of that so I can start refocusing myself and thanking Hashem in such a horrible situation? Two days before Hashuna, I remember myself in a similar position. I felt very hard. A lot of things came in the same moment and I felt like choked and I felt like full of negativity and full of a lot of sad feelings. It was very, very hard. And I tried to remind myself, hello, you have to you can inspire yourself. You can start thank Hashem. Think of the good things. There's so much good things going on in your life and all the nice stories, the cute songs. But in reality, I was in so much pain I wasn't able to do anything, and even though I, I, I tried to do it, it wasn't helpful at all. You know what I did? I, I walked out of my house, I started to walk on the street and, and a quiet place, 
I start to, Hashem, you put me in this position where I am right now. This feeling why I have is also controlled by you. So you put me in like here, right here. Thank you so much. Thank you for what I feel so hard. Thank you for my hard feelings. Thank you for my problems. Thank you, thank you. In the beginning, I have to tell you, I didn't felt like, I felt like it's fake. I didn't mean it, but I, I just pushed myself to repeat it. After 15 minutes, I cannot share enough how much I felt his love and connection and so much positivity go through my blood and so much energy. I felt like even if I track a trailer would now bump in me, it will, it will smash into pieces because with my energy and my positiveness, my excitement, my simcha, what I had after 15 minutes doing just thanking Hashem for what is bad. Everybody. If this person that asked the question is here on board tonight, whatever hardships he has in his life, you can just stop and think for one minute. Am I able to look into the screen right now? That means I have eyes to see. When was the last time I thanked Hashem for my eyes? If he can listen to my answer now, you have ears. If you have ears and they are working, thank Hashem for this. I want to tell you something. I stop a lot of times people on the street, people call me, and I didn't find yet a person. I ask him 10, 15, 20 things, and he will tell me no on everything. I will tell you the opposite. I can ask you now 15 questions. Do you have clothes? Can you see? Can you hear? Can you eat? Do you have teeth? Do you have a car? Do you have a job? You have shoes. I mean, little things. And start building your foundation from there. We'll talk about the big stuff later. You cannot reach the 10th floor or the 20th floor before you start stepping into the first step. So say, you wake up in the morning, you are ahead of the game. Anything else from there is just a bonus. Thank you, Hashem, I woke up today. You go to your closet. You have all the ingredients to make yourself a nice, warm coffee. Thank Hashem that you have the ingredients for a coffee. You have air conditioning in your house. It's so hot outside. Thank you, Hashem, I have air conditioning. There are millions of people in other countries. They don't have air conditioning. When was the last time you thanked Hashem for this? And when you start working on the small stuff and you're building your foundation, I guarantee you, give it most Give it mostly 12 months. You're going to come back to your show like Shia Katz. Everything in my life is good. What should I do now with my life? How do we deal with it? We're in such and such sire, so much pressure. We're in the worst matzav. How do we thank Hashem? Um, I, I think a lot of people after they hear this show, um, they will feel guilty because it sounds like we can do it in the snap of a finger. And they're still in their negative, and it's not easy. And like I always try to go back to that negativity. But the thing is that we feel what we focus. And when a person is in the dumps for whatever reason, the only thing he focuses on is that negative thing. If he has to pay the mortgage and he can't, or if a kid is sick, he's not thinking about everything else. The only thing that's bothering him is the thing that's in front of him on the table. 
So obviously, I think you should not, don't be so harsh on yourself. You're going through something that's not easy. And yes, we're not going to get you out of this so fast. By trying to get out of the very fast, that itself brings a lot of pain. Understand this is where Hashem put you, and this is where he wants you to be. Now you happen to hear this uh, Zoom meeting and they're saying things can change. You're not up to it yet, and that's okay. And then slowly, after relaxing in the negative, you'll be able to look around. Maybe you can find some positive, and then you'll put back on that show, the recording, and see how to do it. But it doesn't always work so fast. Logically, it makes sense. Like Reverie Eddie said, you can take one thought and change it to another thought. Sounds amazing. <laughs> but it doesn't go so easy, and it takes time. Truth is, after a while, once you learn how to do it, it gets easier and easier, and hopefully you will be able to teach others how to do it. Amazing. Okay. A lot more questions. I want to cover more ground. It's late. It's way past. Uh, we usually finish 11.30, but... Barry, the island is feeling it. Let's take I, a quick. I think we should just keep on going. We are here to change the world, and if people are on board, just keep it up. Keep on going. I love it. Okay, let's take a quick poll. Just take a little break because I like to drink a little water. So it's like a, like a little intermission, like a little <laughs> commercial. Sponsored by the poll. Okay, the next question, just to get a more of a feeling of people. It's a double question. Here we go. Everybody, please answer so we can feel the feeling of the crowd. What's your overall mood these days? Upbeat? Good, every day different, could be better, down or in pain? That's the first question. What's your overall mood these days? Second question. When things work out the way you want, do we verbally thank Hashem? Where's Shia Kat? Shia, the question is for you. When things work out the way you want, do we verbally thank Hashem? Yes, no, I think it's in my mind. Sometimes I say the words in the Siddur by Davening. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, 24% of people are upbeat, 28% of people are good. So basically half the people, basically everybody's good. 29% of people, I'm gonna say are bipolar, but that's fine, I think I'm also. 11% could be better, 4% are down, 5% are in pain. Abushiena, help the 5%, please. <laughs> when, th when things work out, the way you want, you verbally thank Hashem. 60% of people thank Hashem. 2% of people do not thank Hashem. 40% of people think it's in my mind. 23% of the people are, sometimes they thank Hashem. 1% I say the words of my sitter. Just very interesting, interesting facts. Okay, let's go to the next question, okay? <clears throat> Every time I get excited and I start thanking Hashem because things are finally working out a little bit good, in the next few days, something happens bad to me. I get another clop. I'd rather just quit when things are good. I want to end on a good note. Coach Menachem. Uh, interesting question. Maybe you could uh, elaborate. Basically, they're, they're feeling that, I don't want to start getting into thanking Hashem, and okay, they see a little bit of improvement. They, you know, they, they, they make an extra $5,000. The wife says, uh, makes them a delicious supper. There's no fighting that night. They start saying, oh, Baruch Hashem, thank you, Hashem. And then the next day he wakes up. His boss calls him, he gets fired, his wife doesn't make supper, and he's like, you know, this whole thing, it's, it's, it's like you get yourself mentally prepared to start being positive, but then it's all cute while things are going good. But once you get that clop, how do you continue with it? It's a similar question, but it's a little bit of a different angle. 
So to me, it sounds like um, this is how people play around with their emotions. Meaning that it's much better not to be connected with my emotions. Because if I look out for the positive, I'll feel the negative. I don't want to feel the negative. So basically, I won't feel. Because I'm just going to put down the aside before we start. You can't choose what emotion to feel. The part of the brain that feels is either open or not. And there are many people out there, for whatever reason, if it's the way they grew up or if something happened, they just decided, you know what, I got to do what's right, whether I like it or not. And I don't want to be in touch with I like it or not, because then I have some or nots, and that could be painful. But what happens is we get burnt out. The life, we lose the life. We don't have the emotions, any emotions. And you can probably look around, you can see people that are doing every day the same thing. You talk to them, they say, Baruch Hashem, and that's it. Very, very little life. What has to be done is they have to open up to the emotions. And it is much healthier that way for many reasons, and even uh, physically, because when we suppress our emotions, it comes out other ways. What we have to do is become in touch with our emotions and start feeling. And it's not easy because then we feel negative, but you're going to feel positive. And with such a program tonight, it will help you to see much more positive. And when you have some negative, you won't get so lost because, you know, Hashem runs the world and you're feeling it. It's not only in the logic, you're feeling and you're living it. So I think with uh, the, the question does make sense, which even though it's interesting, because you're coming aware, wait a second, this I like, this I don't like, this I do like, this I don't like, and I don't like this, you know. What? Let me like anything, even the good things. But the truth is, once you have the methods and the steps of tonight's program, you'll be able to open up the emotional side of you, start living, start being thankful, and you'll be a different person. You'll be excited to get, get up in the morning, You'll be looking forward for whatever you want to do. You'll even, you won't be scared of getting out of your comfort zone and some things will work, some things won't work, but at least you feel you're growing, you're getting somewhere. And um, with that, even if it hits you a little bit, you'll be ready for it. You'll know how to deal with it. Rabari, the person starting to say, thank you, Hashem is getting clapped. He's losing the energy. What does he do? If it happens to you, you should know that you're doing good and something better is about to come your way. I realized it one after another with having over 30,000 members on the groups. And I talk to so many people every single day. It's a known thing already that, you know, I remember when I started the groups, I saw right away from the beginning, it's not easy. And then it just hit me, you're probably doing something good that the Yetzirah is putting you the stones and you and, and, and the whole you know so what i did is i just said i'm going to keep on pushing and i'm going to keep on pumping and i'm doing it for hashem and hashem will help you and Baruch hashem look where we are today the whole world is thanking hashem and i'm looking here at the polls i if you ask me beforehand either down and pain could be better and look at this all beating good are the two most popular ones because at the end of the day you thank Hashem 
and you will see miracles, and Hashem will help you. One thing will bring another thing. I want to ask you a question. If you drive with your car and you get a flat tire, will you throw the car away? Or you will say, no, I have, I have a certain mahalach. I have a place where I have to get to. I'm going to change my tire and I'm going to keep on going. The same thing. You start thanking Hashem. You get a flat tire. Say, thank you, Hashem, for the flat tire. But I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on grinding. And by the end of the day, you're going to come out a winner. Because the Eitzer Hara, he has a problem that we thank Hashem. Because he knows that once the whole world starts thanking Hashem, Mashiach will be here the same day. It's like, it's like he said earlier, Nebreslov said one time, that if the whole nation, if the whole Jewish people, everybody will stop for one day complaining and they will start thanking Hashem, he guarantees that Mashiach will be here, not next week, the same day. So the Yitzhahari is trying to pull us always uh, you have this? No, but you don't have this. I have $1,000 in my yeah, but some people have $2,000. Always look at what you have. Like we said earlier, Usher, the cup half full, the cup not half full. If you have a cup to begin with, be thankful, and Hashem will fill it up eventually. Okay, let's, I'm going to go to the next question, Bushiwena, because we, I want to I wanna get more in. Moshe, are you on? Hi. Yeah, I wanted to, first of all, thank you so much for this whole chat that started. My whole life really changed since I started this chat, and I started thinking, Hashem, I saw miracles from day one already. Like, I, I was dealing with different stuff, like, and every time I said, thank you, Hashem, and I posted different stuff, I saw, like, tremendous Yeshua's, whether it was immediate or whether it was six months later. You just have to keep believing and thinking Hashem, like Rav Ari says, and I just keep seeing tremendous Yeshua. So that it really does work, and thank you so much. I did have a question. I wanted to know, do you have to also daven or how does it work with thinking Hashem and davening? Bushi, you can go first. Davening is the way how we connect to Hashem. It's already a setup formula, which is in place. It works. All we have to do is pray, press the right combination and, and, and the luck opens up. So, just following the path, we do what the davening, set it up for us, and we do it with the right mindset. We do it by thanking, by connecting that idea of thank Hashem. This is what we implement into our tefillahs. Hashem, since we started the show, it's already 11.38 p.m. That means it's after Mara, and that means today is Rosh Chodesh. Now let's look in into Halal and see what it says over there. So two amazing things that we all going to say tomorrow, and please have it in mind when you say it. Number one, we say You say it a total of six times. Then you say a total of four times. What this teaches us is that always when it comes to pray and to thank Hashem, is you should always do a 60 40. You should do 60% thanking and 40% davening. So your question was, if you should daven as well, of course you should daven. But when it comes to make the percentages, you should do 60% thanking and 40% davening. The second thing is, if you look, first we say, 
And then we say, Menameter and Uno Hashem. Before you ask Hashem for anything, before you cry, first start with Hoydil Hashem, start thanking Hashem. Because if you are alive today and in Yetz Hashem, you're alive tomorrow, first start with Hoydil Hashem. Yes, you have what to ask Hashem, and you're going to pray to Hashem, and you're going to cry your heart out by Menameter. But first, do the thanking part. Like we say, if you want to open the doors, if you want to open Hashem's ears, start first with thanking. There is no kitrik, there is no malacham, there is no yetzerharis when a person thanks Hashem. And that goes straight to the Kisakovat. While you are there in the open door and Hashem is listening to you, that's when you start Menamaitzer and Ono Hashem. Okay, I just want to, uh, because we're not going to start with the next one with you. We have one more live. I just want to keep on pushing it. I just want to, I just want to say my, just my thought, uh, Barry, you know, the way I understand, thank you, Hashem, it's not a, a, a set revolution. Maybe you know, can help me out over here. I understand what I'm trying to do is, obviously all the bruches, like, like Reverend Reddy said, is all thanking Hashem. There's very little bakoshas in davening, especially on Shabbos, now not even average bakoshas. The point of the thank you, Hashem, is more of an awareness that when we daven, and we have tzorachim, we're focusing the davening in the positive thing. It's a psychological thing. It's not a new concept in Judaism. And we're not changing what the Chama Masakin, which obviously the ultimate way to connect is through davening and through tefillah. That is our connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hayoyim. That's how we connect. And any Amun B'Tachon Sefer will always say, and it's like even Rabbi uh, Shaper said, how you connect Hashem through davening. Tefillah is the way we daven. We stand in front of Hashem and Mebetzach. Again, do we ask? Do we cry? Do we laugh? Do we smile? The point is, it's a positivity of being, having a car supply and thank you. The same way a father to a child. My kid comes to his tati, thank you so much. You know, I really appreciate what you bought me. Can I have another prize? I'm like, maybe. Kid says, you know, Tati, you owe it to me. I said, I owe it to you? Nothing. Zero. That's just, just Ari, that's my uh, take on it. My, that's just my take. Not, not, uh. Let's take another live question. Ari, they don't stop. Next. Okay, you can go to sleep. I'm here all night. Thank you, Hashem. If, if one person is starting to thank Hashem tonight, then the whole thing was... 100%, more than one person. But I want to clarify one thing, Rabbi. I'm going to say it. Tell me if I'm wrong or not. I'm just going to... I'm getting a lot of texts and people not understanding. Thank you, Hashem. There's a website, thankyouhashem.com. Rabbi has tefillahs. They were shown to Rabbi Kanievsky, who said they're beautiful tefillahs. And the tefillahs are all thanking Hashem. You can go through it. There's in English. There's in Yiddish. There is in Hebrew, Russian, French, Chinese. No, I'm not joking. Just the three main ones. I'm sure you could translate in Google, and it's all thanking you. Rabari has a program where he has 30,000 members on all platforms, WhatsApp, Twitter, Telegram. The way you sign up, you go to thankyoshem.com, it'll explain you how to sign up, and you could get the text. The point of the Thank You Hashem is at 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, a lot of people say it together. I personally, me, Asher Parnas, Nishkan Ruv, Sapushita, Yid, Balchuva, hopefully, will, <laughs> will tell you that I personally have said it many times at one o'clock. I put an alarm on my phone at 12.59. It doesn't always work. I'm in the middle of a meeting. It's very hard for me to do it. I try it. If not, I say it right afterwards. Um, Rabari is a witness to, I had a crazy story personally. I had something that I had to deal with and uh, I was Rabari and I few, actually, Coach Menachem and a few of my friends said it together. I also sponsored, thank you Hashem, uh, you know, for, for the course. It was not a lot of money. How much was that? Like a million dollars for the day? How much was it? The story that day is only $50. Oh, $50. Day. Okay. I don't, want, I don't want to figure it. I thought it was a million. And um, that day I had a Ness. Shaloyka Derechateva. I don't need to get into it. Anybody wants to call me. My number is posted. I'll tell you the story. It's not a secret. 
but I just don't want to go through it now. It's just a long story. Um, that that's Tfilah, it doesn't mean that's the only Tfilah. My personal school is when I Tavit Hashem, I first go, not connected Chesed, I try to do connected Boy, you know, Parshish Boy 3, and then I can do more and I do Thank You Hashem. But at least I start with connected Parshish Boy. But then if you want to do more, you do more, and that will make your mindset positive. And I personally have seen a lot of things in Shemayim open up for me, but everybody can talk for themselves. Um, I want to take the next live question. Let's go. Thank you, Tzolod uh, Rebbanim, for a wonderful presentation. Thank you, Rabbi Berkowitz and Rabbi Hurwitz. Um, you mentioned, Rabari, that when something happens to you that you perceive as negative, you always have to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Uh, Baruch Hashem that it occurred. But do we have to be concerned, and perhaps this was alluded to earlier, do we have to be concerned that in Shemayim, is there a Chazal that says that, you know, hey, this thing that you perceive as negative occurred, do we have to worry that in Shemayim, at this rega, at this moment, you're being judged? And Chazal could have been worse. Because on the one hand, you said, we have to thank, we have to be besimcha. But on the other hand, do we have to worry that, you know, hey, this occurred, it's a wake-up call, do tshuva, you know, etc. Thank you. That was a great question, Aaron. Okay. Usher, so what is the question in a nutshell? The question in a nutshell is, when something happens bad, you get into a car accident, right? You're supposed to get up, thank you, Hashem, I'm alive, I made it through the car accident, but at the same time, it's known that Hashem is giving you a wake-up call, right? Sometimes a person needs a patch. So is it a thank you, Hashem, thank you, Hashem, or is it, no, I have to change myself. What does it mean? Is it, or is it not a stira? Very good, very good question. So like I said earlier, when we thank Hashem, we do both. We do both. We davening and we thanking Hashem. So when you do this, when you thank Hashem, you basically take away all the judgments. Think about it. Someone is giving you a smack, like you said before, a patch. And instead of giving back a patch, you say, thank you for the patch. What do you think is going to happen? This person is going to say, wow, you're thanking me for giving you a patch? Let me change it around and let me give you good stuff. Yes, it is 100% true. Sometimes we get a patch and this is a wake-up call. But at the same time, don't fall down and just become ba'atzvah and stay there. It's said after the Choyzim Lublin, he said the Yetzir Hara doesn't want to make a person do an Avera so much as he should fall in into atzvah. Because in the atzvah, this is where his playground is. That's what he can do with a person, whatever he wants. So if Hashem sends you something, of course, say, Hashem, I made a mistake, I apologize, but I'm not going to stay down. I'm going to wake up, I'm going to stand up, I'm going to start davening, I'm going to do more cases, I'm going to do more tzedakah, and at the same time, I'm going to thank you for all the times I didn't get a patch. And you will see, slowly but surely, the patch will simply disappear. Roshiana? You just pick up yourself, you thank Hashem, and that's it, and go on. You know, you don't think back, what do I have to fix? No, it's not for us to do it. So yes, we do need wake-up calls, we do need reminders, but we can have it through positivity, we can have it through chesed. This is what we are going for. We want to have it through chesed. We're going to get it through chesed. So that's why we just pick up ourselves, Thank you, Hashem. I'm connected to you, even though I got this, I got hit now, and I just go on. Beautiful. Coach Menachem. I know a lot of people are going to have a little bit of a hard time with this. Oh, yeah. They're not used to this. Just go on. 
So I'm going to let them do a little bit of, uh, if they want, they can do a little bit of Cheshbon Nefesh, but they better, they better watch out. Like you're saying, if it's going to get them spiraled all the way down, then they did the wrong thing. But if they, if they become close to Hashem, they thank Hashem, and they look at Hashem and say, oh, Hashem, you're calling me. I'm sorry. I wasn't around for a few days. I know I was busy. And you're waking me up because you want me to be close to you. You're right. Let me see what I can do better. Gigangan. Like just, then you can go to But I, I'm giving him a little bit of that if he wants because a lot of people are not going to be able to eat this. <laughs> okay. I have so many more questions. Um... Good. Well, still still <laughs> maybe you can summarize. Maybe there's one question that maybe people did still did not understand this whole concept of thanking okay. Hashem. I think, and, I think I think I have a question that's going to summarize a lot. Um, somebody texted something. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cut everybody off because I have the power, and I'm gonna answer the question. Somebody wrote, "I'm a busy mom, Baruch Hashem, beautiful family. I have time for one Shmonesser a day." Shmakilenu is when I use the time for asking, thanking Hashem. Is that correct, or am I supposed to be just thanking and asking my shmak in my shmakilenu? Um, the answer is you can ask Hashem anytime for anything, and you can always thank Hashem. It doesn't have to be during Shmon Esrei. It's part of the thing is that's one of the things that I was mechadish Rebari, is that at one o'clock we say it. It could be any time during the day. Some people like to do it in the morning. Um, some people like to do it by shmakilenu. But it's really just taking a time out of your day and stop with all you being wrapped in yourself and your needs and your problems um, and saying, you know something, Hashem, thank you for all the things I do have. So that's, that's the way I would answer it. So if it works for you in Shmakalenu, definitely do it in Shmakalenu. If it works for you any other time, do it during the time. Don't, don't be tied down to a Shmakalenu specifically. That's my answer. I'm sorry for cutting everybody else off. Okay, let's, 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 let's really get to the punchline over here. And, uh, you know, come on, so we're going to go a little further and we're going to really break it down. This is a multiple facile question. We asked it again, but we're going to break it down again. Again, thank you, Hashem. Doesn't mean it's a school. It's not a trick. It's not, it's not something that's going to, like, this is all basics. It's all basics. It's really Alabay's Gimel. We're just really hyper-focusing on the thanking you because we're a weak generation, and we, I'm, I'm a weak person, and I, I get self-absorbed with problems, and I get focused on things that are negative, like people do. And what we're trying to do is mentally, A, get out of the negativity. So if this works, it's great. Revolution, as every Tony Robbins, you know, positivity. And um, if that works, it's great. And again, I, I, do, I do feel strongly that when you do take a positive outlook, obviously there's a lot of Hoydul Hashem's. If you look into feeling, you start, you start looking through the parish, you'll see in most Purushim, it's like, everything is really talking about Hoydul Hashem. Again, this is the Pasha Taich. Maybe I didn't get the right Tenuch as a kid. I didn't understand it. But everything is really just thanking Hashem for everything He has done and everything He does for us consistently. And this is where all the problems start when people go through life service. I'm 34 years old. I'm waiting for a shidduch. We are married for 18 years. I'm waiting for a sweet little child. We tried everything. No children. Two family members died and two in critical condition from a car crash. Sick child in the hospital running from doctor to doctor with no end in sight. I have another hundred of these. All the same question. I just summed it into one question. I'm going again through tremendous life challenges. Obviously, I daven. Obviously, I cry. Tremendous Hashem, Hashem Shlosh Matfila. Rabushi, and you take this first. Coach Menachem and Ari, wrap it up, and then let's go to the closings, which will be another thing. Rabushi, I'm going through a life-altering thing. I can't pay my mortgage. My Hashem, child sick. I have relatives that just died. People lost a tremendous amount of family members during COVID. COVID was the ultimate, you know, breaking point for a lot of people. 
you know, people that, anybody who's watching the program and Baruch Hashem survived COVID, you should be standing on this program screaming thank you to Hashem. That's first of all. That's A, Aleph. Besides that I know how many people that lost people and lost their jobs, lost Panusa. Those are for the people that are really going through our things. How, they, how can they tune into this method, this concept, this idea of Abushayana? Eight months ago, when we were at the Borough Park at the Take Hashem event, I, in the middle of the event, I asked everyone, please, as we know, we just do it. Everyone, everyone just stand up and you pick one thing. It's very hard for you. One tremendous difficulty you go through in your life. That big, big frog. And thank Hashem for that. People were like looking around the room. Are you nuts? Are you crazy? What? what, what, what? I almost left when you did that. I'm just letting you know. I told him, just do it. Nike. And you know what happened? Two days later, I got a text from Ari Berkowitz. Someone sent him a text that when Rabbi Horowitz um, told him to stand up, thank Hashem, it was very ridiculous for him, but he did it. And his problem got away. He got free from his problem. So I would say, before you start thank Hashem for your problems, make sure you're really okay to let him go and get free of it. Wow, it sounds like uh, magic. <laughs> and again, these people that you mentioned, that whole list, and people are going through these heavy, heavy, heavy things in their life. I don't think it's something they can run away from. And I think uh, step number one is to uh, be uh, just to acknowledge that they're going through a very hard time in their life. And I personally find many people that they try to run away. And I don't think it's a good idea to use thank you Hashem to run away. I think the best thing is to use thank you Hashem in a healthy way. And, and um, if it doesn't work for them now, that's okay, they should wait but uh, not to run away from what's going on. And um, these, these things that you mentioned, that whole list, not easy. Again, not easy. What are we going to say? But, 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 but if, you, if you go to the Amun Betachen, like we started this program, we have to believe that, there's a, that Hashem runs the world and we don't always understand what's going on. We just don't. And it hurts. Yes, it hurts. We're still here. We're not Malochim. We're humans. And it is painful, nothing to talk about. And um, hopefully, like I said before, you can slowly get up, find some positives to think. And it goes back and forth. We're not running away from our situation. Um, if you could, if you're strong enough to push and say, I'm going to do this, like Ushiyana says, please go ahead. And uh, hopefully you'll um, get back to us with that story and tell us that it. It, it worked out somehow. I don't know how, but it worked out. But it doesn't always work so fast. And it's uh, not always so easy. And that's okay. The main thing is to be connected. Connected. We're focusing tonight with the thank you, Hashem. But it takes time to get there. But if you're connected with pain, which pain connects to. And many times that's a reason that we have pain. To become closer to Hashem. And... Um, Hopefully with that, you can go to the right direction with the positive and continue 
grow, become closer, and do the right thing. Beautiful. Ramari, we're gonna we're gonna go to the closing. Is that okay? I want you to answer if it's okay, 30 sure. seconds. Yes, sure. Thank you, Hashem. I had a couple calling me up when it started the COVID, like two weeks into this whole pandemic, when it was like really the spike in everything, saying something very scary. So husband and wife both had great jobs for the last 15 years. On Monday, he got a phone call, you don't have to come into work anymore. If that wasn't enough, on Tuesday, she got a call, you don't have to come into work either. They didn't know what to do. They felt like the whole world is coming crashing down on them. They called me up, what can we do? I said, I wanna ask you one question. You both saying that you had great jobs in the past 15 years. When was the last time you thanked Hashem for it? So we never thought of it. We thought it comes automatically like this. I said, Hashem took away the job. We have to remember something. When Hashem closes one door, he always opens another door at the same time, and it's actually a bigger door. So I'm telling you, you have better jobs, better jobs awaiting. Just do one thing. If Hashem took away the job, that means you have more time now in your house. Every single day, start thanking Hashem. Dance around in the house and thank Hashem that for the last 15 years you had a job. They told me that the next day is going to be Vishchoidish, like today, and they're going to say hello. And that's what they did. When they said hello, they were thanking Hashem. They were not so busy with the Menamaitzer and the Ono Hashem. They were more busy with the 60% of Hoidil Hashem. They were thanking Hashem. Two months go by, they call me back saying that they're both very good in counting with the money and savings. That by the end of the two months, they had additional $3,000 in savings, more than they had in the past 15 years by the end of the month. They don't know how. Here the, he got a job, she got a part-time job. By the end of the day, they both had more money in their bank account. I told them, you see, Hashem doesn't close a door if he doesn't open another. Your job is take this opportunity, thank Hashem, and by the end of the day, you will see that it will be even better than before. Beautiful. So far, this program has been truly inspirational. I want to wrap it up. What we're going to do is we're going to give a little closing. Um, let's first thank our advertising sponsor. I wanted to thank first of Lakewood Scoop again for promoting us and pushing us out there. I want to give a special thank you to Chazak, uh, Yanev, and Robbie for always being there. Um, I wanted to give a special thanks to uh, Rabbi Rietti, who had to, he actually doesn't stay up late and he really stayed up late and he pushed it. He goes to sleep every night, told me early. And uh, tonight he really wanted to be part of it. He was a tremendous physic and I really appreciate it. Uh, I just want to again close with saying one thought and then I'll pass it on. The point of thank you Hashem is to again, take the things that we go through in life and try to put a positive mental spin on it. People are going through tremendously hard times now. People always go through hard times in life. There's always kufas where are harder than others. Through all the years, even though I've learned a lot in yeshivas and then I've put a lot of energy in Munibutak when I was going through my tremendous hardships, um, it was all good in the logic. So in logic, I was able to understand this paper and I was able to process it. Where <laughs> difficult is when you're going through a difficult time, it's not so much the logic because your emotion takes over. So for me personally, I needed something in my emotional boost to get the emotional boost going because my emotions were overpowering my seichel. So some people are more stronger in the mind. I guess I'm more emotional person, so I'm more emotional. 
When I started implementing the Thank You Hashem concept, which meant I started in my tefillahs, looking at the positive. I started saying my Pash connected boy, three good things first, and then I moved it up slowly. What again, to me personally happened, my mindset became more positive. Um, I mentally, it was like taking uh, all, uh, you know, all my uh, pills without needing to take the pills. Whoops, I'm not supposed to say that, but that's basically what it is. It gave me that positive chizik because my mind started thinking positive because there's only one thought that can go into your mind at a time, right? You can either fill it with a positive or a negative. And if you could stuff it with a negative, you're going to be negative. You could put positive, then put positive. And then subconsciously, what you don't realize what happens is that eventually you become more and more positive, start thanking Hashem more. And when basic things happen, you're just thankful. You're happy for it. It sounds weird. It sounds like such a crazy concept, but it's pretty simple, actually. And it's probably in every psychologist book will tell you the same thing in basics, that you think positive will be positive. And the truth is, in every Muslim safer, it says, Amun Betochem brings the gula. Allah base Gimel, right? Amun Betochem brings the gula. What does that mean? That means when you really believe and you really have a moon and you really have Betochem, that will bring Gufa the issue. What does that mean? That means when you go through something hard, you say, Abishta, I thank you for it. I know this is for my good. I know it's hard. That itself will lighten. I don't want to use the word Gezer again. I don't have the right word for it. The, the whatever it's supposed to go through, to go through in a better way. So you're accepting your Kabbalah Yisurim, Biyahava, Biyahava, and whatever it could be, it will, go, it will be done quicker and easier. And that's the concept tonight. And I find that anybody who could take that home with them, please go to thank Yoshem, get the, the tefillah if you want to say that specific tefillah. Don't want to say that tefillah. You could say your own thank yous. There's no, there's no agenda here. It's just that you should be connected to Hashem in a positive way. Start off psychologically, and then you'll see things will change. I'm not a Segula guy. I'm not. I don't get fakoyft into things so quickly. But I've seen from my own personal experience a tremendous change. People that do try it, try it. And I have a challenge for you. Instead of being so negative for the next five years and wasting your life complaining, try it for 40 days. It's not so hard, right? I'm not asking you for a donation. Say thank you, Hashem, by your tefillahs. Take one time a day, say the tefillahs are done, or just think positive for five minutes, or thank Hashem for small things, whatever the number works for you, five things. You have eyes, you're married, you have a house, you have a car, you have a job, whatever it is, try for 40 days, and then you see if you want to continue or not. No pressure. If you don't sign up, there's a full money-back guarantee. Everybody thanks. Coach Menachem, take it away. Wow, Osha, you just put everything together in a few words. Mamash, amazing. So, for you again, for this whole program, putting it together with the whole team and uh, Reb Ari and Reb Ushayana. And it's amazing. Keep on doing the work because the more people uh, become aware of it, they, they live it, they become close to Hashem, and that's the Tachlis over here. Um, I just want to finish off that um, we heard everything that's going on. We, uh, there was actually a lot of emotional stories, not, um, not so much logic, more emotions and like I said you had some exposure maybe you understood some maybe you some of that uh, you didn't agree to all and that's okay what you're doing now is we're going out to the boot camp we're actually going out to the field closing tonight and it's starting right there go out with a curious eye just look out how Hashem what Hashem wants you say Hashem this is what you want become aware become in touch and see how it goes, like, like Ushi said. And Amit Hashem will be able to close the gap from the logic to, to the emotions. We can start thanking and seeing positive things. We can build on it, helping others. And Amit Hashem, with that, we can bring the Geula B'mheira. Rebari, closing. Shavuza Thomas is around the corner. That was the beginning of the destruction of the Rishon And afterwards comes Rishon Hashem. Tisha B'Av. 
people are asking, what can I do to help bring Mashiach? There is one thing that very few people know. What is the first, what's the reason why we are here in Golas to begin with? If you want to tell me the reason is because it says the one of the it was Torah, then why was Torah the other one? If it was Tzenaskinam, then why was the other one? It really boils down to something, and this was last week's Pasha. Pasha Shalach, we see something very interesting. Hashem gave the Jewish nation so much good. He took them out from Egypt. He gave them, he gave them the business of young. He gave them the mom. He gave them the slav. He gave them the water. He gave them the nana covered. The Jewish nation had nothing what to do all day. And Hashem did it for one reason. Because he wanted them to be free so they can thank him all day. It says that even the woman didn't have what to do. If someone's clothing tore, Hashem brought the Anana covet and they fixed the clothing. Uh, everything was basically there. You didn't even have to go out to Parnassah. The mom was waiting for you at the door. What did the Jewish nation do instead? They, were, they kept on crying and complaining. And where was the punchline? As we saw last week's Pasha, by Pasha Shalach, when Hashem said, send the Shalach Anoshim to check out um, the Holy Land. I didn't, Hashem didn't say send Maraglam. He said send Anoshim, the Yisidi, send them as tourists to check out the good. They came back as Maraglam, as spies, and they only came back with the bad. And what happened there? It says that the whole Klal Yisrael sat down crying. What does Russia say on the spot over there? It says that the Jewish nation were crying, and that day was Tishabov. And because of this, Hashem said, you were crying for nothing. I will give you much more to cry. And that is the reason why the first Bishamikdash was Horavan Tishabov, and then the second was also Horavan Tishabov. People don't know this, and they think they're going to do more cases, they're going to do more learning, they're going to do this, and they're going to do that, Mashiach will come. But go back to the Shoirish. Why was <laughs> this whole destruction of the Besamekdash? Because the Jewish nation was crying. What is our job to do? Very simple. Stop crying and start thanking. And like I said earlier, the Holy Tzadik Rav Nachman said, that if the whole Klal Yisrael will stop for 24 hours to cry, he guarantees that the same day Mashiach will be here. So if you take out of the whole show, you should take out this. Stop crying and start thanking, and Mashiach will be here very shortly. Very beautiful. Before Rebushinani wraps it up for us, you're warming up in the, in the, in the, in the batting cage over there? I just wanted to say, uh, next week, again, we, have, we do this every Sunday night at 10 o'clock. Next week, we have Dr. Shmuel Mandelman, who is probably the biggest psychotherapist out there. We are going to be ha tackling mental health to the max. If you say thank you, Hashem, you don't have to come to the program next week. For all those who didn't and didn't start, you please come next week. You'll need it. And um, there's going to be a full video recap of everything. This is all recorded. It will be posted on MenachemBernfeld.com. And Rabari Berkowitz, I think, will also be posting it on some of his chats. Sign up, and he will update you on everything. And Babushiyano. Um, so first of all, I want to say thank you, Bushir, for getting together us. It was such a great time. It's such a great, great experience. 
even myself got so inspired by what we hear tonight. And also want to say thank you, my friend Ari Berkowitz, and of course, Coach Menachem. It was very good. Uh, we get connected, our emotions, the logic side, so we don't get away with something cheap. And of course, I want to say a thank you for all the fellow listeners who came up tonight. They say, Charles Kuchem, Huti Chiva. By as asking questions, we got answers. And by asking good questions, the answer is very easy to answer. So thank you so much. And I would share, the, by ending, with, ending my wrapper up, I will say this. My father told me, and I took it up by myself, we grow when it's a challenging time. We grow through challenges. So if, if you have a challenging time in your life, please, right now, tonight, start Thank Hashem. And I will say again, just do it, just do it, and just do it. If everything is good in your life, you still have to challenge yourself because otherwise you wouldn't grow. You know what? You can download the app on your phone or you can buy a counter on Amazon for $7.49 and count every day 72 things you thank Hashem. But again, please, please, tonight, take five minutes and thank Hashem. Just do it. Just do it and do it and do it and you see the amazing results. Everybody, thank you very much. It was an amazing program. Rabari, I got it ready. So many texts, people say, I'm in, I'm in. How do you sign up? Go to thank you, Hashem. He has all the information. You can text me, you can email Coach Menachem. Anybody has any questions, reach out to us. Reach out to Ari Berkowitz. Reach out, we'll give you everybody. There's no secret information, everything's out there. I wanna, I wanna end off one, because we didn't say it, and I'm, I, I, we really want to end off with just do it. But I wanted to say one thing that we forgot to say is the biggest time to thank Hashem, the time that you're supposed to sit in the five minutes and thank Hashem is when everything's good, because that's a curse of time. It's when you're really on the bottom of the pits, when you feel there's no hope and there's no option and there's no way out and there's no way I could ever pay this mortgage, no way I could ever win this court case, no way this person could ever survive. That's the time, if you thank Hashem during those times, you will have a netzach netzachim of thank you, because that's how you really cobble the meat of thank you, the curse of life. Rebu am I right? Thank you. See everybody next week. Ashkoyach. Thank you, Hashem.